remembering. An amnesia. Each one of us has a unique finding, a unique union. Our own style. Having unique signposts up the different paths on the mountain. Having unique concepts in our lattice work. Therefore, the recognition of the diamond necklace that is already around our neck is unique for every single one of us. And that remembering, as the Greek said, an amnesia, which is remembering, whereas amnesia is the forgetting. Is so profound. And that's why the Sufi metaphysic, Wadat al-Wujud, about a little over a month ago, caused my profound satori because i'd built up all of these different signs on these different paths to the one end all of these different concepts in my lattice work and when william chittick wrote in the piece on the Ibn Arabi society that wadat al-wujud is not just the unity of all being the unity of all existence but it's the unity of all finding that was for me just was, oh my gosh, Alan's gone, Atlas is gone. This is all one consciousness, holy cow, that is being colored by experience. Each one of us with our own unique remembering, our own unique style of finding, and it's the integral or the summation of all 8 billion unions as what Wadat al-Wujud means. And if you go even further outside of this creation design, outside of this illusion, this dream, this appearance, all of the other creation designs, all of those other dreams, appearances, and illusions, there are also the individual agents there that are undergoing their own unique styles of remembering, of anamnesia, of finding. And so it's the integral or the summation of everyone's finding 
you can think across all creation designs. That's how fast finding is happening in all of these unique styles of recognizing the diamond necklace that is already around the neck of awareness of consciousness. took me so long to ask the question, what is the I? Is the I shared? And so much civilizational propaganda around separation. Around the individual egoic contracted entity. Not once being introduced to the possibility that the I, the consciousness, the awareness itself is shared. It took me a lot longer to get to what is I than it did for me to get to what is my source. What is my source is a question that is a lot easier for people because we come from the same source. And that's very evident and very obvious. Even if people say that my source is my mother and father, then we ask who who is their source? Who is their source? Who is their source? And it keeps going back in that great chain of being to the same source. We all come from the same source. And so therefore, the question, what is I becomes easier because you add a pair of eyes to the source as it creates this dream, this illusion, this creation design, this appearance of physicalism, aka as quantum mechanics is saying, all is energy, all is no thing. And so as that source is immersed into, aka us, these creation designs, it makes more sense when you attach an I, the eyes, to the question, what is I, to that source or God or infinite or Tao or Brahman expressing itself and that all of us share the I. We share the I. And if you look at the pupil, the pupil is the shared I, whereas the iris around the pupil is the unique coloration. It's the unique gem that is around each of our necks that the source light comes and refracts through. And that is our unique experience. That is our unique expression. (sighs) 
And that's what the Greeks meant by know thyself. The Delphic maxim written on the top of the temple of Apollo at Delphi is know thyself. And it doesn't mean to, oh, who is Alan? Who is Atlas? Who is this? And what is this going to do in the world? It's not that. It's who is the I? Who is the God? Who is the source? What is that self? And how is that self shared? And that naturally creates the recognition that it's the same source light refracted through our all of our diamond necklaces as the unique expression of what this atlas is. And that's a big difference between knowing that you are that, we are that, I am that, and that that is like a source light refracting through each of our diamond necklaces as a unique expression versus the way that I and many of us are indoctrinated into civilization as saying that you are Alan, which is a separate egoic entity amongst other separate egoic entities in a finite planet that we have no idea what our source is. We have no idea who we are. We have no idea where we're going. And that's why the perennial wisdoms across the planetary mystic traditions point to the same one end across these different faces of the mountain, these different paths that have different signposts. And the more that you take in these different signposts across these different paths, the more of a robust latticework you make so that you get your unique style of finding, you get your unique style of remembering, of anamnesia. And that's when you pierce the veilless veil, the gateless gate, which we'll unpack here in a moment. The parable of the prodigal son is so important here because we seek externally, especially in that indoctrinated style that we're baptized into the physicalism of civilization, where it's seek for happiness externally. And that's the parable of the prodigal son where you hit a breaking point and you turn back inward and then you investigate your own awareness, your own consciousness, and you recognize that I am God. You are God. We are God. We are source. We are the infinite. We are Tao. We are Brahman expressing itself in these illusions, these creation designs, these dreams, these appearances. Each of us with that unique diamond that the source light is refracting through that is creating our experience, our expression. Again, that iris coloration around the pupil. And so it's that turn inward, that turn inward, turn inward, inward, that is so critical. It's so critical. The earlier you do that turn inward, the less you're gonna suffer seeking happiness externally. You have an infinite well of honey that is just located underneath of the rock. And the rock is the egoic separate entity. Move that out of the way and tap in to the infinite well of honey. That well of honey is the 24-7 happiness, peace, childlike awe and wonder 
and creativity and imagination and play. This is Leela, the divine play, the cosmic play. Eternally, an eternal cosmic play. And this is one expression of it. Again, these perennial wisdoms like the parable of the prodigal son, they run so deep. And modernity, with so many 15-year-olds, 25-year-olds, 35-year-olds, even 45-year-olds, even adults, have never studied these perennial wisdoms. And that's why they're contracted egoic entities. They've never taken the time to go full-time on truth. When you go full-time on truth, truth yields. But when you only go one hour a week on truth while you spend the other dozens of free hours a week that you have consuming polarization propaganda or other vapid content, you are inevitably not going to pierce that veilless veil. And so what do we mean by veilless veil or gateless gate or the flat mountain is that as much as there is a veil as in there is a forgetting or there is an amnesia. And then our role is to pierce that veil in order to remember to undergo an amnesia that that veil itself doesn't even exist. That's why it's the veilless veil. It can only be reported as piercing a veil or walking through a gate of some sort. But the gate itself is gateless. That's why when we talk about this mountain, when we talk about all these different paths with all these different signposts pointing to the one end across all of the perennial wisdoms, that that mountain is actually flat. That that mountain is just this happening. It's just this appearance. That's what non-duality is. It is just this appearance. There is no mountain. But the dualistic concession is that there is a mountain. There are people that have underwent union at a much deeper, more profound level with the absolute, with God, with infinity, with source, with Tao, with Brahman. And those are typically the people that you, as you undergo the process of wanting to God realize, those are the people that you want to surround yourself with. Those are the people that you want to learn from as quickly as possible, dedicating yourself full time to truth so that you can also God realize, so that you can also remember yourself as God, as source, as infinity expressing itself at that anamnesia. And this goes back to that simultaneity that we talk about so much on the program. Simultaneously, it's the flat non-dual with the dualistic concession of the mountain. Simultaneously, there is a veil of forgetting so many people in this contracted egoic separate entity at the same time that it's absolutely veilless. The same time that there is a gate to undergo an amnesia and to pierce the veil and to remember at the same time that it's completely gateless. And the question, another one to ask that's so profound, that also was just so recently just, just embodied, just 
just blown the that nirvana to be blown out to be blown away the moksha the liberation from suffering satori enlightenment where the light bulb doesn't just flicker but it stays on because you fucking get it you got it and you don't need a gold star from a teacher on your forehead that says that i got it no you just got it and you no longer need any type of validation a lot of these wisdoms that we're talking about right now came from the recent interview we did with fred davis who's an incredible non-dual spiritual teacher and the recent interview that we did on non-duality and awakeness where we went through this process of understanding these veilless veils these gateless gates these flat mountains these bubbleless bubbles the simultaneity of the non-duality and the dualism, the dualistic concession. And even just unpacking this a couple videos ago, which you can watch in that direct path number 10, where we talked about the difference between Nirguna Brahman versus Saguna Brahman, which means the absolute without attributes versus the absolute with attributes and how you hold both of those at the same time. Or like we just did in the last video on the most important symbol ever made, which is that Taijutsu or the yin-yang, which has the monism with the dualism all in one symbol. The profundity of that. And so you get to this question, is this an appearance of infinity? Is this an appearance of God? Is this an appearance of source? Is this an appearance of Tao, of Brahman? Is this God's dream? Is this what these are, these creation designs? And we are that undergoing this process this appearance and when you get to that mm, mm, you really know that diamond necklace that's around your neck you really know and it's so embodied that you can't help but be happy you can't help but be peaceful you can't help but have childlike awe and wonder and be have this motivation to architect the maximal prosperity and abundance and well-being and flourishing for the entire civilization. You can't help it. That's the natural channel that comes through once you know. That's why it's Wu Wei. It's effortless action that channels through. It's the absolute highest God morality that channels through in those architectures, in the butterfly effect of that peace and that happiness to your family, to your friends, to your coworkers, to people online, to your community, to the world. It requires these big questions. It requires the question, what is my source? And to go back and back and back and back and back and recognize that. Now, what is the I? Is the I itself shared? Is the observer, the witness, the I am, the consciousness, the awareness itself shared? Is that 
pupil shared while the iris is the unique coloration the iris is that unique diamond around the neck that is experiencing the white source light refracting through it as a unique expression And to be fluent in things like the parable of the prodigal son, to understand to not seek externally for happiness, but to seek internally, inward, where you remove that rock and you find that infinite well of honey. That is what your consciousness, what your awareness is. And recognizing that all eight billion in this creation design are undergoing their own unique styles of finding and to take the summation of all of those unique styles of finding the integral of it that is what wadat al-wujud the sufi metaphysic means each one of us having our own unique style of finding with our own unique exploration of these different paths, these faces with different signposts, different concepts in our lattice work, and piercing that veilless veil to that one end, that gateless gate, that flat mountain, it's true simultaneity, the non duality and the dualistic concession as one, as one. And recognizing our eternity, recognizing this as an appearance of infinity, of God, of Source, of Brahman, of Tao. This is the remembering, this is the anamnesia, piercing through the veilless veil, the gateless gate, climbing up the flat mountain. <laughs> and in doing so truly knowing thyself truly knowing thyself knowing thy source and knowing what the I is knowing that this is the God this is the source. This is infinity, Tao, Brahman, expressing itself as a dream, as an illusion, as an appearance, and each of us having our own unique diamond around our necks that the source light is refracting through. But each of us is a diamond. undergoing our own unique remembering, our own unique anamnesia, our own unique finding. Wadat al-wujud, the unity of all finding. So about four years ago or so, I was played the song Remember by Omkara, by one of my just most loving friends who's an incredible curator as a psychedelic psychotherapist. And back in 2016, when I went underwent my first 
5-MeO DMT experience, which I've been through about half a dozen now. When this song played, Remember by Omkara, in her playlist, like it hits you and you and you get it but you don't get it because you haven't built up those signposts and those paths and that framework to understand it fully but it's resonant it resonates you can tell it's so beautifully it's like the tuning fork. It's just perfectly tuned to the resonance of what the absolute is, the song. But four years ago, you don't have the words to be able to explain the feeling of it. But now you have the symbols, the words, because you've experienced Satori, Moksha, Nirvana, Sahaja. You've experienced it. And now you're able to communicate it with so much more profundity. And you actually understand the song at a new, deeper level. So I'm going to go ahead and play Remember by Omkara right now. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing along a little bit. I encourage you to as well. The link is in the bio below to go and listen to it yourselves. And I'm going to just play it from the computer speakers because I don't want to get a copyright strike on this. So uh, join me if you would like. Biggest of love. I'll end the video in a moment for us. This life is This life is This life is a dream It'll life is a dream It'll be over in the blink of an eye Remember who you are Remember what you are Life is this Whose hands are these Whose voice is this What am I? Mm -hmm. 
Wow. I hope this brought you value. I love you. Thank you. Like the video. Subscribe if you haven't. Comment below with your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. Share it with people that you feel would resonate. Ask these questions. Remember. I love you. Thank you.